When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Profoundly Pointless. My name is Nick Vinzant. Coming up in this episode... We go inside the world of ASMR and count down the worst sounds. And it gives people like a tingling feeling down the back of their head and their neck and stuff. And it's almost like euphoric and it calms you down, relaxes you, helps you sleep. We all kind of have our own little niche, but I have fallen into cosplay. So I typically will do a popular character and take it in an ASMR twist. Like my new video coming out is Trinity from the Matrix and I'm doing like diagnostics when they're stuck in the construct. So like my my only regret is that I waited like a year because I was nervous. I didn't think I had the right equipment, didn't think I'd be good at it. Nope, there's always gonna be someone out there who likes it and there's always gonna be someone out there who doesn't. You can't let the people hold you back. I wanna thank you so much for joining us. If you get a chance, like, Download, subscribe, share, leave a review. We really appreciate it. It really helps us out. So our first guest is a content creator who specializes in ASMR roleplay videos. What? Fine. Looks like there's some wipes. This is ASMR content creator, ASMR Shani. What is ASMR? ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And as far as we know right now, like half the world's population gets this tingling sensation. And a lot of people just don't. They don't understand it. But they can still find relaxation from it. And it's basically just sounds or visuals, or some in some cases, like my channel, role plays, like someone pretending to cut your hair. And it gives people like a tingling feeling down the back of their head and their neck and stuff. And it's almost like euphoric and it calms you down, relaxes you, helps you sleep. A lot of people who watch it have like insomnia, anxiety, depression, PTSD, or some something else kind of like weighing on them mentally. And this can help relax you. How did you get into it? It's really cool because a lot of people who have it don't realize they've had it like their whole life. Like my earliest memory I have of like getting this feeling, I was in like second or third grade and my friend was just like putting makeup on me. And I thought it was just like a normal thing. Like people just were like, oh, yay, this is a cool feeling. But then I remember when I found it, I was in my basement at my dad's house. I was like 18 years old and um, I was watching YouTube and there was this channel that I don't even think was meant to be an ASMR channel but it was called food surgeon. And it was just like this hands, like you didn't see the person, it was just hands. And he would set up like a whole like, um, like surgery, like an operating table. And then he would do like little surgery to food. And he would turn like an Oreo into a Reese's and stuff like that. And I, it would it was giving me that feeling. And then from there, I was getting recommended channels. And these recommended channels were ASMR channels. And that's kind of how I found it and realized, oh, this is like a thing. Is it something where like you either get it or you don't get it? Or do people get into it later? Like I've got to watch 20 videos and then I'm going to really understand what's going on. That's a good question. I think it's kind of like that's what they're researching right now because a lot of people, um, I think it's something that we've had, like I said, our whole lives, we didn't realize it. And then we find it and you kind of get into it right away because you see it and you get the feeling. 
I think for some people, um, I know there are even some ASM artists, people who like make content who don't get the tingling feeling, but they do find relaxation in it. And so for those kinds of people, it'd be like watching it over time. I know that someone commented on one of my videos today that they don't get the feeling, but they like watching ASMR because it's a way to interact with like their favorite fictional characters. Like my channel, I like do role plays based off like characters and animes or shows and stuff. So they like just kind of having that interaction, fake interaction. So, so, okay. I'll be really direct about this. And this, this, I don't want this to come off as judgment of anybody who likes it or anything like that, but I watched it. And for me, I was like, Oh, I can't like it. I couldn't handle it. Do you get that response? I was like, I can't, I can't watch this. I can't watch this. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm married and my husband is like the same way. Like he thinks it's super cringy. I mean, like everyone's got their own thing. Like for me, um, you just because you like ASMR, you're not going to like every video, like certain people there's certain, we call them triggers. So certain triggers you like and certain triggers you don't like my favorite sounds are water sounds. Um, one thing I can't stand is I hate eating sounds. So if someone is eating in a video, can't do it. Can't do it. But that doesn't mean it doesn't work for somebody else. You just got to find what works for you. Now, most of the ones that I've seen are on are on YouTube. Does it something that people have to see at the same time or is it just auditory? Nope. It can be um, auditory or visual. Um, some people prefer visual. Some people prefer auditory. I have a lot of my audios, like my, vi my video audios on like, uh, uh, what's it called? Spotify. So people can just listen to it and go to bed. Um, for me personally, I like role plays, which is like the only way I can get the feeling is if it's like personal. So it's like, like I said, someone cutting my hair or like a doctor examining you. So um, I would need to see the visual. I can't really do just audio, but some people are fine with just sounds. That's the ones you see online where people are like, are like scratching the mic. So it's either or. That, Yeah. Even that it's like fascinating, right? Yeah. Because you don't really listen to things that much, like really listen to it. Oh, yeah. It's like you're really just listening to it to zone out when you're doing like the audio stuff. And that's kind of nice when I'm trying to go to bed and I don't want to focus on like a story or a person. So the audio is kind of nice. And like like you said, you're not necessarily like really focused on it. It's kind of in the background to relax you. Me watching it from a complete outsider perspective, right? Is it simply kind of a relaxing thing? Because when I looked at it, I was like, okay. This is either something that is relaxing or is there is there a sexual side of it? No. So that is a big uh, question or like a uh, thing that a lot of us get all the time. So that is, you know, a normal question. But um, no, ASMR is not um, inherently sexual. Like m it's not meant for you know, sexual pleasure or anything like that. It's meant to relax people or give people that feeling and make them happy because it's like a euphoric -y type feeling. It's like anything. Anyone anywhere is going to turn something sexual. Like you go to Halloween stores now and there's like a sexy clown costume or like a sexy ketchup bottle. That's not inherently sexual, but somebody did it. So it's the same thing. There's people out there who are doing NSFW ASMR content, but no, it's not, it's not meant for that. But I mean, you can, I guess someone did it, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've had some adult film stars on this podcast before. And one of the, like a guy wanted to watch me eating cheese. Like nobody would think that cheese is a sexual thing, but right. how, however you get down. Whatever. Yeah. And I don't want to diss those people because I have friends who do NSFW ASMR content. So, you know, whatever makes anyone happy. But no, yeah. If you ask anyone who does it like on YouTube, it's not meant to be sexual. There, there is there a lot of people who are into this, who are doing it? Like how big of an audience are we talking about? It's crazy. There's so many more now than what it was when I started. So I found it, like I said, when I was like 18. And at that point, there wasn't that many people doing it on YouTube. I had like three channels I watched and that was it. And shout out to them. It was like GB, ASMR Glow and um, ASMR Magic. And there was a few others like Karuna and stuff like that that I found later. But they're like the real OGs. They've been doing it for years. But um, when I joined, we call them waves. I was like the third wave of people to start creating on YouTube. And still, there wasn't that many. And now there's so many. There's so many that I find new channels every day. Do, do you get pushback? Like, do people look at it who maybe have a different mindset? Like, for me, I'm like, whatever, whatever you want to do, I don't care, right? Like, you're not hurting somebody. 
do what yeah. makes you happy. But do you get pushback from other people? All the time. Like, I mean, like, but just like, like I, like I say, just like any community out there, there's always pushback about everything. Someone doesn't understand something and their instinct is to just make fun of or bash people. And like, you guys are weird. It's just let everyone do what they want to do and be happy. As long as they're not hurting anybody, like we're here to help people relax. Like we're helping people with, you know, mental issues such as like anxiety. We're helping people calm down and sleep. We're not out here to try to make you uncomfortable. So if you don't like it, you know, you don't have to watch it. But, you know, there's people out there dissing other communities, you know, people who like anime, so on and so forth. Just let people enjoy, you know. So like when you're making one of your videos, are there specific things that like, okay, the ASMR audience wants to hear this. I need to do this. Yeah. So um, mine are mainly like role plays, which is kind of like a situation or like a movie of someone doing something to the viewer. So um, I have to try to remind myself that it's not always cinematic. Like I have to include things to make it ASMR, such as like, you know, face touching or like, you know, scratching their head or like anything or like examining them. I have to remember to include those like specific triggers to actually make it an ASMR video. That kind of reminds me of like animal grooming, right? Like you, <laughs> you see have, it. There are videos like that where people pretend the viewer is like an animal and they groom them. You can find something of everything. So for like a role play video, like what will you, for one of your videos, like what will you generally do? Do you um, dress up a certain way? Do you, like, how, how does this work? So I'm known for my cosplays. We all kind of have our own little niche, but I have fallen into cosplay. So I typically will do a popular character and take it in an ASMR twist. Like my most recent video that went up, I don't know if you know anything about anime, um, I don't always do anime, but it just so happens my last few videos have been like that. So I did Cowboy Bebop and I did a character named Faye Valentine and I spun it like because she's a bounty hunter. So the the viewer was getting taken in for the bounty and I was like playing with like coins and stuff like that and making like, you know, relaxing noises that would involve that scenario as well as my new video coming out is Trinity from The Matrix. And I'm doing like diagnostics when they're stuck in the construct. And real quick. Just to give you an idea of what an ASMR role play video sounds like, here's a clip from that Matrix video. Hello. Good to see you awoke. This. This is the construct. Wait a minute. Cowboy Bebop is, oh, that Netflix show wasn't very good. No, the, it wasn't. The, the anime was really. Yes, exactly. God, did they screw that up? Like, how did they screw that up so badly? Oh, you know, I only researched it a tiny bit about the show, but they were saying that they were trying to take like a daring like twist or take on it and make it like refreshing and new, I guess. But um, I don't know. I personally liked the old Faye Valentine's character and that's the one I did. <laughs> Will you get like, for example, like now when we talk about these videos, like are they, how long are they usually? Are you making just some kind of short form stuff or are you really kind of stretching this? Like I'm putting this on for, you know, you see those YouTube videos, 10 hours of relaxing music. I'm like, who the hell is? I have no idea who watches those, but it would come in handy if you were sleeping. But no, the, I think the most I've ever done is an hour and that's stretching it. Like I never do it that long. My videos typically average like 20 minutes for yourself would you say that you're i know this is a hard question to answer right like are you pretty typical of an asmr content creator or do you feel like well, i push this a little bit more i'm a little bit different in this regard um i'd say we're, we are all pretty much in this in the same boat um where i differ is i have a lot of um uh i i love horror movies and stuff like that and like science fiction so i typically um, border like the horror genre and like sci-fi genre which is a little bit I think different than a lot of people where they kind of do um, like the typical just like a hair salon or like a, a normal medical exam and I always have like a weird little twist on mine are you ready for some harder slash listener submitted questions oh yeah let's go oh that sounds fun what is your favorite sound water sounds so like um one of my favorite ASMR artists back in the day, ASMR Magic, she has this video where she just set up a, an umbrella with like a microphone underneath it. And she just did like a bunch of drippy water sounds on it. Fell asleep instantly. I love that video. Is that mainly what a lot of people are doing? Like they're just putting it on next to them while they're trying to go to sleep or relax? 
That or when I used to get anxiety attacks a lot, I would put it on to calm me and distract me. Does it, I mean, could you, how like, I don't know, this is overly personal, feel free to skip it, but like, like how quickly would it have an effect on you? Like you were uh, feeling an attack coming on and like I have family members that have a personal history about it. So yeah. I kind of, you know, seen those experiences, but like, I'd say maybe like five to 10 minutes enough to like get immersed in like a role play or something. And then it'll distract me enough and calm me down. I mean, that's pretty good. No, it is for, especially for me because I can get really bad ones. <laughs> so do you, is there any concern though, that maybe like, because people have this outlet, that maybe someone with an issue isn't getting like, isn't going to a perfect, like a, a professional medical help or a therapist or something like that. I do understand that. That is a very good question. No, um, we, so a lot of people, I like to think of us as a way to help people get in the door of that because a lot of people think there's like a taboo about therapy and we don't, a lot of ASMR is highly recommend you know, going to talk to someone, it's helpful. So they, a lot of them see us as like a friend or like someone they can go to. And we all have like discords in our own communities and stuff. And I'll have people come in and they feel comfortable enough to open up to me and I'll talk to them and everything. But I remind them I'm not a professional like that. I'm just, you know, I'm someone here that cares about them. I'm willing to listen. And then I always recommend people go find someone to talk to. So we always, anyone you can ask, anyone does ASMR always recommends people going and finding someone that can help them. Um, what is your least favorite sound? Eating sounds. Though I will say, even though I don't like eating sounds, I am a foodie and I will try anything in the whole world. There's not one food I won't try. So I will occasionally go to one of those eating videos just to watch them eat something weird. And I'll just have to like maybe turn down the sound so I don't hear it. <laughs> like an eating, what do they call that? A muck? Yeah, I, so you said it, you don't even do it. And you said it way better than I can ever say it. So I am very impressed. <laughs> we had a professional eater who does them. That's the okay. only reason that I know. Katina eats kilos. And she like, that's one up. of her biggest videos. What is something that you have found that is that is an unexpected sound? Like that doesn't make the sound you think it does when you really listen to it. Oh gosh, that's a good question. Something that makes an unexpected sound. You know, this thingy, it's sitting next to me. I didn't know it was gonna make this sound. So this is a um, ice globe. And it's like meant for like massaging your face, but I don't know if it'll do it in this mic right now. You can't hear it. It's uh, I could oh, a little bit. It sounded like bit? kind of watery. Yeah, it's like a blub, 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 blub. And you would think, but it's like a really cool thing. Like when I do it with a reverb on stream, it sounds like a, like some kind of science fiction, mad doctor, like, you know, like medical blub, blub, blub sound. And it's pretty cool. And I didn't know it was going to do that when I got it. So we were all for it. That was actually a pretty cool sound. That was kind of different. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is your favorite movie effect sound? Okay. I don't know about movie effect sound, but my first time that I ever really got ASMR well, two, there's two. And they were both animated movies when I was like really little. And so um, it's scenes because I'm not necessarily a sound person. Like I said, I'm more of like a role play visual person. But in Toy Story, when the old man is like repainting Woody and like, do you know what I'm talking about? When he's like retouching up Woody's paint and like he's stitching him and stuffing him back up. That was a big one for me that gave me ASMR. And then A Nightmare Before Christmas when Jack Skellington is like testing all the Christmas stuff in his like lab and he's like crushing the ornaments and like doing like tests on them. Huh. That was another one. Yeah. I get, I have not seen nightmare before Christmas is too scary for me. I can't watch scary movies. Oh no. <laughs> it's that bad. Like, oh, you would never want to watch movies with me. I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't stand it at all. Like King Kong, the movie King Kong is like, this is too scary. I'm leaving. <laughs> Oh, I can't really? handle it. I cannot handle it. Um, oh my gosh. Have you ever heard the, uh, the star Wars, like concussion grenade? That's the sound that always, it's like a bone. Oh, okay. Yes. Now I know what you're, as soon as you did, isn't that weird? You did it. And I was like, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That sound is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, my... that's cool. This one says, do you watch go to video? I don't know what that does that mean. Does that does hmm. that mean? Oh, what video? I I, I think oh, I know what's what they my mean. Go to video. Yeah. What's what for you? What's your go to video? I will share. 
So um, it's so funny because I say that my favorite videos are like role play videos, but actually they are like I prefer role play videos, but my two favorite videos are from the same person and they're not really role play videos. They're more of like a trigger video interlaced with it. It's kind of hard to explain, but her name is let me see if I say it correctly because I think she's Korean. So I don't want to butcher the name here. Hold on. Rap. So it's Rappler. We can put a link. We can put a link to in the description. Yeah, I'll give you it. It's R-A-P-P-E-L-E-R, ASMR. And she has two videos that I love. And she must have spent months making this. It's like a book of, um, and she does like an ear exam, but she like drew ears and stuff in the book and put microphones in the book. And like, it's so good and so cool and interesting. And then she made her own book of Coraline, like the movie, but it's in like a pop-up book form. So she can like, it's really cool. Those are my two favorite videos. That's a, how long does it take you to make a video? You put out like what, one a week or so? I put out two a week and it takes me like three days on each one. She, that had to have been like, she had to have put a month into each of those videos. Like that's insane. Like they're so good. What is your most frequent, (laughs) most (laughs) frequent request? Um, so I get, there's a bunch of them. They're similar. It's like, as I typically border like the horror stuff. And so I don't know if you ever heard of the SP, SCP foundation. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. It's like a, um, a wiki. Like it was like a, basically like a internet story that like is like a wiki website and it's like fake, but it's like a sci-fi website that has all these different monsters. And like, since then it's become video games and it's like this huge thing. And, um, there's all, it's basically like a, a foundation, kind of like Area 51, where they keep all these different like monsters and creatures and aliens and stuff around the world trapped in this place. And they all have different numbers like SCP-191 or SCP-099. And so I'll do different um, videos, like the viewer is a different monster each time and I'm a doctor or a scientist examining them. I get a lot of requests for that. What is your most interesting request? Oh, well, not interesting. The most annoying one that we get all the time is that everyone always wants to see like feet because, you know, people try to turn things sexual all the time when they shouldn't. (laughs) I will give this to the feet people. They are persistent. They are persistent. And like I said, everyone has their thing. So I don't want to diss them, but I wish they would stop putting it in the comments on like people's pages who clearly aren't doing feet content. (laughs) For somebody who is looking to get into this, as a content creator, I think they mean, what advice would you give them? Just do it. So like my my only regret is that I waited like a year because I was nervous. I didn't think I had the right equipment, didn't think I'd be good at it. Nope. There's always going to be someone out there who likes it. And there's always going to be someone out there who doesn't. You can't let the people hold you back. You don't need expensive equipment. I have friends who have 400,000 subscribers, get like 200,000 video views a day, and all they use is an iPhone. So like, just do it. Just start right now. Just go do it. Also join Twitter because the ASMR community is so nice and we will all support you. So now you have the YouTube channel. What else do you have? I have um, my YouTube channel and then I have my Twitch, which is, you know, like live streaming where I play video games or do ASMR. And that's also ASMR Shani. Cool. Um, Where do you, I guess, where do you think this goes? Like ASMR? Yeah. What do you think the next thing is? I think it's going to keep growing. I would love to see it more in like out in the public, more in the world, more actually being used to help people. Like, you know, if we can learn more about it in this study that they're doing right now um, over in the UK, it would be really cool to see it start being incorporated, like maybe in therapy or like with, you know, psychologists and stuff like that, because it really is a benefit. And, you know, I'd like to see it less taboo and more like people actually learning about it and seeing that, you know, it can help people. Do you know, is there a typical age range for your audience? There's not because I it ranges from like, you know, 13 or lower, you know, to I've has it says on YouTube, I've had people like in their 70s. So like, do you, is there anything else that you think that we missed or what's kind of coming up next for you? Uh, there's not really much that you missed. I mean, we're we're all just working really hard. I have um, we all always work on collabs and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to, you know, just work on Twitch and grow that. Pretty, you know, pretty much that's all there is to it. I just make two videos a week. You can catch that out on my channel and I stream on Twitch four days a week. I want to thank Shani so much for joining us. If you want to connect with her, 
We have linked to her on our social media accounts. We're profoundly pointless on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And we have also included her information along with links to some of the videos that you heard in the episode description. Okay, now let's bring in John Shaw and get to the pointless part of the show. Have you ever listened to ASMR? No, I have not. At least I don't believe I have. I don't know if this is a trick question or not. Like, I know I, I believe I've seen that acronym before, but no. I'm going to say no, I guess, because I, I don't really even know what it is. That leads me to this. Do you feel like you're keeping up with the kids? Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm doing. But apparently that's all you have to do when you're a dad. Is just keep up with your kids and you'll be fine. That's not what I'm talking about, dude. I'm not talking about you keeping up with your two-year-old. I'm talking about, like, do you think that you've kept up with, like, the cool stuff? Uh. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you feel like you know what's? Do you oh, feel like you know what's no. going on in the world? I just gave you such a dad response to that. Oh no! Oh my god! You blew it so bad. You didn't even have like a note. You didn't even know what the question was. I think my answer should have just told you whether I keep over the times or not. <laughs> it would be like, it would be like you showed up at a party and somebody offered you Molly, and you didn't just decline it. Or accept it. You asked, well, I don't see her. Has anyone, what does she look like? That's what, like, like, that's what you just did right now. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I just feel, I feel old. Okay, but when did you start feeling old? Because for me, like, I started to suddenly realize, like, ooh, it's been in the last year where I've started to be like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know who any of these people are or what these words mean or anything. <laughs> I'm probably going to go back nine or ten years. It's probably been since my mid-twenties since I've kind of started to lose touch with what's popular in just culture, I guess. I my I have a question for you. When do you feel – like what's the generational gap? I, I think you really only identify people within ten years of your age and really honestly probably within five years of your age. Anybody that's without that's, – that's outside of that like five-year gap, at least for men – I don't think that you really can identify with them very much because they're just in a completely different life place than you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like there's not much difference between a 45-year-old and a 50-year-old, but there's a huge difference between 25 and 30. Yeah. Like those are two completely different ages. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. All right. Is this shout-out time? Yeah. All right. Let's start off here. We'll go uh, Christopher Charlo, uh, Matthew Arbor. Sierra Benner, Lorna Prosper, might actually... Can you stop and do it last name first and then first name? <laughs> sure, would you want me to start over just to... Just to... No, no, All right, good. do that. Uh, Vicente Hector, <laughs> Ransom Sarah, Heridia Ellen, Lando Kimmy, Williams Alvin, and Louis Jill. <laughs> Kimmy Lando is a great name. It is. It's a good one. And I, from, if I recall, I think it might actually be a real person and not just a fake, you know, handle. Ah, okay. Of those people, of the shout out people, which one would you be most interested? Like, which one do you think is probably the coolest person? Oh, man. That's a, uh, they're all cool. Just going by name alone. You're not going to let me get away with just saying they're all cool? No, I just like we're just judging solely off the name. You know what? I'm gonna go with Ellen Heredia because her handle is Energy Dancing. Maybe she likes to dance. Maybe she's a good time. I don't know. The name's not so great, but the handle yeah. is what really saves it. Because otherwise, for me, it would be Kimmy Lando. Kimmy Lando's cool. Also, Sierra Benner. Her handle's Reds Foxy Lady. So, who knows? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think Kimmy Kimmy Lando is the best for sure. Let's get him on get okay. him on the podcast. Is it a guy? I thought it was a girl. Oh uh, no, I believe it's a I believe it's a man. I don't think there's a lot of guys named Kimmy, dude. Yeah, it's a very popular men's name in Sweden and Finland. Is it? <laughs> Anyways. All right, moving on. Uh I don't I've I've known I've met one man. I've known a Kim to be a man's name. Very rarely I've seen a man named Kim, but never Kimmy. Yeah, I mean, one of my, you know, I'm a Formula One fan, and there's been several Kimmies 
Oh, God. For people who are new to this podcast, John goes through a bandwagon sports fan thing every couple of months where he's now super fan of this thing. I am And it's going to last for a little while. That's not true. It was football, then it was college football, I, then it was baseball, then it was soccer, now it's Formula One. So for, now he's Mr. Formula One with everything that he does, and it's, oh, it's awful. And it's going to last for probably two more months. First off, I'm a sports fan. So it's not that I I dislike one more than the other. So did you watch the playoffs? Did you watch the NFL playoffs this week? I, I was. I because I, I had in Michigan you can sports bet and I had some money on a bunch of the games. <laughs> okay, there you, <laughs> never mind. Okay, you for there we go. Yeah. All right. All right. I am wrong. <laughs> wow. did, you, did you win any money or did you lose it all? Uh I'm about six bucks down so far. I'm about fifty in, six bucks down. So not bad. Not terrible. All right. Uh, all right. Uh let's see here. Got a couple of bangers for you here. Uh, would you rather have to have no no eyebrows for four years or start to go bald when you're 35? Oh, first of all, no eyebrows. That's an easy one. <laughs> I don't think that anybody who's – because bald is permanent. True. If I had a choice between being bald and having no eyebrows, I would take no eyebrows for as much as – I'll go 10 years without <laughs> eyebrows as long as I'm not going to be bald. There's and a- I think that anybody watching it – Anybody listening to this would be like, even if we're, you're bald and offended, like, you know you don't want to be bald. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Would you rather be known or live your life uh, as a teen sensation and then burn out pretty quick? We'll say by 28, your your career is pretty much over, and then, you know, you go into whatever happens. Or would you rather hit your prime later in life? Oh, I think you'd rather hit your prime later in life, specifically if we're talking about like Hollywood or something like that. It doesn't look like those people who get really famous young. That doesn't seem to turn out very well for anybody. Oh my gosh, no man! Right? Brit- like, can you- Britney Spears? I got to I- Can you think of anybody? Who- can you think of anybody who was famous young and has gone on to have like, oh, they seemed like they had a pretty good normal life. And didn't get into like drugs or family drama or go broke or I can't. The only person I could possibly think of is Ron Howard. <laughs> Opie, Opie. Uh, I mean Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean he's had some issues, but I he's kind of stayed oh, out of the yeah, that's true. major major stuff. Uh, but I I agree. Like to your to your question, yeah. There's very you can probably count them on two hands, and I'm not even sure I can get to two hands. Listen, we put all these people up on pedestals, but at the end of the day, he puts his pants on one leg at a time, just like me. Do you stand up to put on your pants, or are you generally sitting down when you put on your pants? I don't think I've ever sat down to put on actual pants. Is that a thing? You've never, like, sat on the edge of a... What do you mean, actual pants? Like, like... Like jeans, I almost said blue jeans, but I didn't want to. I don't want to get you going. Uh, like you. jeans, dress pants. You know, I, I gotta stand up to get into those suckers. <laughs> I guess I really never do sit down to put on pants. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I mean, I've done it occasionally where I've been like next to the edge of a bed and put on pants, and then stood up. Uh, I mean, usually I'm standing up and it's one leg in, you know, other leg in, and then I pull them all the way up and, and you know, do the thing. Yeah, I, under, I, I mean, I understand how pants, <laughs> how you put them on. I'm I'm asking, like, I get the process of what. <laughs> Will you Google it really quick and see if there's, like, a YouTube video that just is specifically not some kind of specialty pants, just straight up pants. The first one is Liam Thompson, and it's the easiest slash hardest way to put your pants on. Oh, so he's probably uh, going through like some tricks. Like he's probably jumping into the pants. I, it's not purely an instructional video about how to put pants uh, on. Here's one from the kids' picture show: getting dressed, how to put on pants. So, oh well, that's probably for little kids. I understand that. I'm looking for a video that's like geared to say a teenager or a, a young adult about like what's the proper way to put on pants. Which do you know? Which off the top of your head, which leg do you put in first? Usually my left. Interesting. Yeah, usually my left. See, now I'm left-handed and always put on my right. I always put my right leg in first. <laughs> and I'm I'm primarily right-handed, and I 
put my left my left leg in first. Do you put on socks before you put pants on? Yeah, always. Mm, not me, man. I always put on socks afterwards, which really, if you think about it, that doesn't make much sense because you're bending down. You should put the socks on and then get the pants started and then stand all the way up. But I'm kind of doing it the backwards way of putting the pants on and then having to put the socks on. I should change my whole approach. (laughs) Your wife's not going to know who you are tomorrow when you put your pants on. It would be completely different. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see, man. It was kind of there out. wasn't a whole lot of like good current event stuff. I, um, I, I did want to bring up, and I know what you're going to say to this, so it's going to ruin the my thought. But here, here it goes. Uh, you ever watch Jackass back in the day? I yeah, I mean, of course, okay. I've seen it, but I have just never really found that kind of stuff funny. I've never found that kind of thing like that prank video kind of thing. Like to me that's never personally been funny to me. Okay. But I have seen it. My my question to you was obviously they they have a new a new video or a new movie coming out. And I I don't know if you've seen it but man, it is brutal. And I it's just not the same. It's a bunch of of 40 to 50 year old men who most of them have been in and out of rehab several times. And they're doing these pranks that are clearly they're, – they're just not – it's almost cringeworthy. Like, I don't want to see Johnny Knoxville with gray hair be shot out of a cannon into a lake. Like, I just, just don't want to. Well, that's the way that I kind of feel about, like, sometimes you'll see these, like, a group of friends playing really bad pranks on each other. Like, these are pretty funny at the beginning, but eventually somebody's going to get, feelings are going to get hurt, and they're going to be pissed off at each other, and they're not going to be friends. Like, eventually one of these dudes is really going to get hurt. Yeah. And I guess that, for me, those kind of things, like, I think that's why it is kind of cringeworthy now, is that it's just like, oh, this kind of isn't funny anymore. Yeah, it just... Like, you guys are really, you couldn't have done anything else? (laughs) I mean, listen, power to them, I guess. I mean, the late 90s, early 2000s, when they were super popular... I mean, nobody else was doing that, and they had a niche and ran with it. But it's yeah, that's true. It's just weird to me, man. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Like like I just said, gave the example of Johnny Knoxville. There's another one of uh, of Stevo, like, and it, it's it's just weird, man. It's like watching my dad do that kind of stuff. And though it might be funny, it's not really that funny anymore. Yeah. Betty White would have turned oh, 100 man. on the day that we're recording this podcast, so give a quick shout-out to her. But uh, How many times, though, throughout the last year did you wonder if Betty White was already dead? I mean, uh, I, I, the, uh, honest to God, I thought she was dead already. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, about every three months, I would wonder if Betty White was still alive. I had this conversation with my wife, and it's like, you know, she kind of gave me the stank eye when I was like, you know, she lived to be 99. Why Why is it tragic that she passed away? If I live to be 65, I'll be happy. That'll be a long life. I have no desire to live that long. Yeah. I, I really want to go, like, dude, 87 tops. <laughs> I don't want to go any farther than that. Well, I mean, you're almost halfway there. You're not even halfway there yet. Is that kind of cre- crazy to think about? No. I'm not even – no. That's crazy when you think about it. It goes, but it also sucks, right? Like, think about how much of your life, if you lived to be a hundred, and think of how crappy most people's lives are after sixty-five. Like, you're gonna live another thirty-five years like that? <laughs> Fuck that! Yeah, that is brutal when you right? put it that way. <laughs> oh man, think about that, right? Like, you see somebody sixty-five, like I got heart problems, I'm in a wheelchair. You're gonna live another thirty-five years? <laughs> Fuck that man yeah roll me into the grand canyon okay all right are you ready for our top five i am man let's do it all right so our top five is top five worst sounds what's your number five baby crying is my number five wow dude how original (laughs) first of all why would you put baby crying i i understand having baby crying on the list but if you're gonna put it on the list i feel like it has to be up higher you know they've actually done research that shows that babies cry at like a decibel level or a frequency or whatever that is impossible for people to ignore which is why it bothers us so much all babies are devils you know this okay my uh my number five is the sound your car makes when you try to start it but you've already started it (laughs) uh 
that doesn't bother me. That's just you, I just always go, oh, I already started it. You don't yeah, that like <laughs> yeah. that sharp piercing sound. Yeah. That's, oh, that's the worst. I, mean, I, I hate that sound. Do you do that a lot? Does that happen frequently in the Vincent no, household? But, n- no, but every time I've done it, I've been like, oh. <laughs> I mean, that is terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Uh, all right, my number four. It's a terrible sound. Uh, my number four here, I have uh, just really any any loud siren of any kind, whether it's like a tornado siren, a police siren, just any loud siren I, I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, but I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> well, I don't have to like it, and that's why it's one of the worst sounds to me. Yeah, but I don't feel like it counts if it's supposed to be a a bad noise. Like a train horn is not supposed to be like a pleasant thing that everybody's like, "Ooh, let's go see what that is." <laughs> no, it's like, it's... get the fuck out of the way. Sirens. That's man. what that's that's supposed to be bad. I don't. No, feel they like are bad and they're count. terrible. Your list is off to. Your list is off to a bad start. Yeah. Well, I, it's just it's just generic. It's just it's what the people want. So that's what I'm giving them. Uh, is that what the people want? I'm here for the people. I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, my number four is bros or soror- sorority girls talking. <laughs> so, uh, wow, that's almost my number three. My number three is just uh, so I put someone's voice that you do not want to hear, and we can we can throw in those groups of people 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. At what group... How many people can be in a group before that group becomes unlistenable? Oh, God. I'm okay with three. If we get to five people in a group, that is going to be an awful-sounding conversation. Yeah, five's pushing. Hell, I would say three is even pushing it for me. I mean, I can take two people talking at once, but once you start to you know, get the third person in there and then they start interjecting and then – just becomes a free for all after after threes. I'm gonna go after three. For man, I you really hit the nail on the head with the sorority in the fraternity, man. I bro talk to me, is right? Just like I say, brother a lot. Ooh. Like I just say the the word brother a lot, but man, I don't I don't say like yeah, bro. Let's go to the beach, bro. You want to go get suntan, bro, bro, bro. Oh, okay. This may not be objective because there's two men having this conversation, yeah, but probably. what? is worse a group of four bros talking or a group of four sorority girls talking well i mean i'm objective and i'm i'm gonna say the dudes for sure uh however if i were if i was to walk on a college campus right now and have both those groups talking oh man can i just say both i'm leaning i'm leaning the four girls but they both would probably be equally as annoying i would think I don't think that this is this is going to be my statement. I think that bro talking, bros talking is worse. But if you get a group of women who are just kind of starting to know each other and all trying to be overly nice, that's one of the worst conversations you can ever hear. All right. Oh, are you? Did you did you do your number three? Yeah. Yeah. I, my number three is vomiting. Okay. See, bodily sounds don't bother me that much uh neither do bodily fluids hee <laughs> hee uh but no but the vomiting what shitting <laughs> farting what does that mean wait a minute <laughs> the way that you said that makes it sound like you're just out there just mainline and pole <laughs> that's no, that's I, really the way that you just sounded like no you know what <laughs> I was just out there just just being foolish just being funny that's what we're here for being pointless okay <laughs> what an interesting thing to say you know uh, all right my number two uh is people who chew food with their mouth open and you can hear the oh you could say gum chewers too whatever but just this. Oh, dude, even just listening to that, oh, that's terrible. actually, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, what do you think? That's up there. <sighs> I didn't put it on my list, but you got to stop doing that. I'm done. Oh, I'm done, God. everybody. Come back. I'm done. Yeah, that's terrible. Okay, I have been told that this sound that 
I make is a terrible sound. It's like clearing. You're like itching the back of your throat. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bird in in dire need of rescuing. <laughs> yeah. There's been... only a few people I've ever seen that do it or heard that like also do that. And like when you hear somebody else do it, you're like, what the? It's like being in a brotherhood together. Yeah, you've been doing weird that. People, weird sounders. Ever since I've known you. Yeah, it's just kind of weird. Well, if anyone did listen to Can this you podcast, they're not listening anymore from my gum smacking to your whatever that is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, teeth on a fork. Teeth on a fork. Oh, I thought your number two was the throat thing. No, I was just seeing if you hated that oh, sound. Everyone hates that sound. Okay, yeah, teeth on a four. So my that kind of plays into my number one, which is just silver like silverware clanging together, banging together. Yeah. Oh, teeth on a fork. I'll include that in that. Anything to involve silverware like that is just oh man, I can't stand it. Yeah, any any of those sounds are awful. Fucking t- I'm curious. Any of that, like, what's your yeah. number one? I'm curious to know what your number one is. Loud motorcycles, and I own a motorcycle. And when I hear a loud motorcycle like that, like it's it's not even an indicator that the motorcycle is powerful. Like you just don't have stuff on your muffler, or you have a special kind of an exhaust. Like I hate loud, sharp noises. Physically, it does something physically to me where I get fucking angry at people. When when you when you that's ride, my number one. When you uh, drive your motorcycle. Uh, have you ever been at a red light and someone looks over at you and says, are you old enough to be driving this, sir? No. And even if that would happen, I'd just leave him in the dust while popping a sweet-ass wheelie. Has anyone ever walked up to you and said, hey, son, where's your mommy? Aren't you too young to be driving this thing? Uh, first of all, you ride it. So when you talk like that, like you're just showing your ignorance about motorcycles. Did you know that all motorcyclists give each other secret hand signals when they ride by? Nick, no, you didn't because you're not in the no, fucking Nick, club. Tell us, tell us about these secret hand signals that motorcyclists give you each other. can't tell you. It's a secret hand signal. It's a secret hand signal. You've never noticed that? Does it go Motorcyclists wild? give each other a hand signal when they ride by each other. Have you, never, have you seriously never noticed that? No, I don't pay attention to motorcycles, motorcyclists. Good, right. So let's just fucking run people over on the road because we're not watching out. Look twice, save a life. First off, <laughs> your motorcycle is, I mean, to call that a motorcycle is. Uh... It's a motorcycle. Don't talk like it's a moped. No, no, it's, it's not a legitimate a moped. motorcycle. It's, it's, it's right. like, it's like a, like a nice. You know what you're doing right trail now? Trail mountain bike. What you're doing motor. right now? Right. What you're doing right now is you're making fun of the guy who's walking through the casino with a bunch of money and 10 girls on his arm and being like, oh, well, some of those girls aren't attractive. That's what you're doing. I mean, listen, we've all been there if you're not that guy. Okay. So, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, look at all the condoms he's going to have to buy. What a loser. Look at that guy. That's what you're doing. Man, that guy's hair sucks as he's walking away with eight models. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. That's what you're doing. What's on your honorable mention? Uh, so I have, I have, uh, like when glass comes together, like when you put like, you know, when glass hits each other and makes that really like discreet, Ting. yeah, just scratchy noise. I can't stand that. Uh, when my dog licks his balls, that's a terrible sound. Oh yeah. Dogs licking themselves is a definite up there. That's fucking awful. Yeah. That's, that's just fucking terrible uh one of the one of the worst sounds i hate is when you're at a drive-thru ordering food and the person on the other end goes what i can't hear you can you repeat that can you repeat that it's just just bothers me um people who can't are you not enunciating at the drive-thru you have so many problems at the drive-thru it's ridiculous it is i don't i don't even like going there anymore to be honest with you i make my wife go or drive most times uh someone who can't sing uh, those are those people are pretty terrible, and then uh, an alarm clock uh, when you're not expecting it. You know, like when when you wake up at four o'clock, but your alarm is gonna go off at five, and you're like, "Hey, I have an hour to sleep." So you close your eyes, and then feels like thirty seconds later, your friggin' alarm clock's going off because it's time to get up. That's the worst. Hmm. 
I mean, I would make an argument that if you set the alarm, you should always be expecting it, but that's just, you know. Though I did have a me. Uh, Dwayne Johnson uh, Under Armour app one time where he was an alarm clock, and every morning he woke me up with a different motivational phrase. How'd that work out for you? Oh, it was great. What, one, uh, one of his phrases was, it's time to get up, you jabroni. We need to start clanging and banging. Never really knew what he meant by that, but. Wait, he said clanging and banging, or they just started making noises that were clanging and banging? No, he said clanging and banging. Obviously, this is a long time ago. This was 10 years ago. Uh, I wonder, you know what? I wonder if someone someone has to have that recorded somewhere. I'm going to find it. Okay. You, you had that as an alarm? Dwayne uh, the Rock Johnson as your alarm? Yeah, for like two or three days, maybe months. Years? You still have it? You still have the app? Yes, you do. Look on your phone. Do you still have the app? No, yes no? I don't have the app. Uh, I, re- I really don't. Okay. Uh, the only other ones that I had were a dentist drill. I think that's way high up there. Oh, man. That's a good one. Like, especially that yeah. noise, it, like when they're filling your cavity and it makes that really high-pitched. Mm. Yeah, that's terrible. That's the- a good one. The only reason I didn't put it on the top five is simply because you like to me that is like the police siren. Like it's supposed to be a bad noise, right? Terrible. It's not like something that just is accidentally a terrible noise. Like you knew this was going to be bad, right? (laughs) Like this is supposed to be bad. Uh, Microphone feedback. Whenever you get that, like that. (sighs) And then, I mean, some people's voices can be pretty fucking bad. Yeah. Like, ooh. Okay. If you're talking about a person, and John and I are both straight men, so we have to use women, I'm not trying to pick on women, but like, if somebody has an annoying voice, how many points down does that bring them? Oh, man. I mean, sometimes it's, it's, I mean, if we're going on a 10 point scale, sometimes it's 10 points. You can't be with, yeah, it's, you yeah. can't be with somebody if their voice is that. You know, annoying and absurd to you. Yeah. God. You just can't do I it. I was going to go, you know, initially I was going to say somebody could be a 10 and they could have a bad voice and that could knock them down to a 5. But then once I thought about it, like, yeah, you can knock them all the way down. <laughs> to all. One. All the way down, man. All the way down. <laughs> but it, just a kind of annoying voice can drop you 50%. Okay, that's going to go ahead and do it for this episode of Profoundly Pointless. I want to thank you for listening to our annoying voices. If you get a chance, like, download, subscribe, share, leave us a review or a rating. We really appreciate it. It really helps us out. And let us know what are some of the worst sounds that you just can't stand hearing. And real quick... Just to give you an idea of what an ASMR roleplay video sounds like, here's a clip from that Matrix video. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.